We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today is Tuesday, January the 11th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. And on today's show, I break down tonight's game as South Carolina goes on the road to Knoxville, Tennessee to take on the 22nd ranked Tennessee Volunteers. Guys, I'll break down this game in its entirety. First things first, of course, we'll talk Tennessee. Also, top storylines, UT players watch for, keys the game, and I will lock in my prediction as well as South Carolina looks for back-to-back road wins in the SEC. Also, guys, Shane Beamer just keeps on keeping on on the recruiting trails. The Gamecocks pick up a big commitment from transfer safety. Devani Reed, the transfer from Central Michigan, guys, I'll break down his game, give my full thoughts. Also, Shane Beamer tweeting yet another welcome home on Monday, the third in a three-day span. I'll give my speculation on who it might be. Folks, again, we have got a packed show for you here on a Tuesday, and of course, as always, it's brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, for all your moving needs in the 2022 calendar year, be sure to check out our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media, at Upstate Movers Group, or of course, if you have any other questions, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. Boys and girls, happy Tuesday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up Show. As always, we have got a packed show for you here on this Tuesday, this game day Tuesday at South Carolina. Can they do it? Can they build some early there in the middle you know of course I don't like Tennessee in any capacity but they're sort of in the middle for me they're certainly not my number one or even two or maybe even three but Gamecock fans hate and I mean loathe the Tennessee Volunteers I think a lot of it's got to do with their deranged fan base if you will which I totally understand but anytime South Carolina and Tennessee face off it's a big deal. So, again, guys, we're talking that. We're talking recruiting. we got a lot to get into on a Tuesday, guys. Before we do, I want to remind you really quickly, if you have not signed up for the Big Cock Club, go do so today. 
And outside of just the obvious of it's awesome and you should do it, we are pushing and providing a ton of value in 2022 in regards to the Big Cock Club. Again, people ask, what do you get access to? Well, in case you missed it, all of our new and unique interviews will be published on the Big Cock Club platform. And again, that's on Patreon, patreon.com slash Big Cock Club. Or if you go to any of our social media channels, click the link in bio, you'll see the link to join the Big Cock Club. Guys, again, all of our new and unique interviews, all the videos from those to get full access to those interviews, it'll be behind the Big Cock Club Patreon wall. But we've got a ton of former Gamecocks football players and guys who just finished up their careers at South Carolina who are joining the show. These interviews are going to be published on the normal days. We normally post interviews on Mondays and Thursdays, if you will. But you'll get access to those. You'll get access to our private Discord. You get access to all the merchandise, all of the other content we produce. Again, tons of value on that Big Cock Club platform. So, again, I just wanted to put that bug in your ear to remind you because, again, you're not especially going to want to miss the next two interviews on Thursday and Monday and really beyond. We've got some very, very big conversations upcoming. I'm very excited for you guys to hear those. So again, join today, patreon.com slash Club, or again, any of our social media channels, the link in bio, click that Big Cock Club link to join today. All right, guys, like I said, it is game day. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into a Gamecocks travel to Knoxville, Tennessee, Thomas Bowling Arena to take on the 22nd ranked Tennessee Volunteers tip off tonight at 6.30 on the SEC Network. When you take a look at this series, Tennessee does lead the all-time series 48-28. to And, of course, last year, guys, as I mentioned a couple of shows ago, the Gamecocks didn't beat anybody in 2021, especially in SEC play. UT beating South Carolina last year by a final score of 93-73. to When you look at Tennessee, 10-4 and on the year, 1-2 and in conference play. Their head coach is Rick Barnes, and they're scoring 75.9 points per game and giving up. 61.7 points per game. Again, a deeper look at their schedule and conference play specifically. Tennessee began SEC play losing to the 19th ranked Alabama Crimson Tide, which, hey, that, there's no shame in that because Alabama, a really quality basketball team, and a lot of teams are going to lose to Alabama this year. Also played them in Tuscaloosa. They lost that game 73-68. to They then followed up that with a bounce-back win over Ole Miss 66-60 to on their home floor. And then over the weekend, Tennessee losing to the 21st-ranked LSU Tigers by a final score of 79-67, to that loss coming in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. But either way, 10-4, and 1-2. and two. Tennessee, you could say, after that loss to LSU, desperate to get their SEC record back to 500. So, again, this is a very, very big game for UT, big game for South Carolina. Of course, a Rick Barnes coach team. And it feels like, for sure, you know, Tennessee leads the all-time series – they won the game last year big. But before that one, it feels like these are always very, very, very competitive games. So, again, I would expect more of the same when the Gamecocks take on the Volunteers tonight, guys. And that's really where I start when I talk top storylines. Just another tough road matchup in the SEC. And that sort of is life in this conference. I mean, I talked about going in the Vanderbilt game of the weekend that, you know, the SEC has really transformed itself as a college basketball conference, if you will. You know, no longer is it these easy road trips and easy matchups. I know we can chalk that one up and chalk that one up. It's really tough week in, week out. Here's another factor, by the way, guys, because I talked about this going into the weekend against Vandy. That South Carolina, again, of course, they were looking for their first SEC win, and you get it. And they were also looking for their first true road win of the season. Here's the kicker, though. 
about that game against Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt did not have any fans or at least students in the building. So this will be by far the most hostile road matchup you have endured to this point. And again, guys, like I told you, there's no such thing as a bad win on the road in conference play. So again, all you can ask for is the opportunity and certainly South Carolina has it. Again, guys, another big top storyline. I just talked about him, but Frank Martin against Rick Barnes. Again, there's a lot of great coaches in the SEC, but Rick Barnes, certainly one of the most well-respected. Anytime these two dudes go out at the chess match, it is, it's always a lot of fun to watch. You heard the statistics when it comes to Tennessee, giving up just 61.7 points per game. So you can expect another chess match in regards to defensively, how these two teams attack each other, how these two teams try to limit each other on the defensive side. Going to be a lot of fun to watch. Two of the best in the business go at it tonight. Another big storyline for me, guys, and we started to see this, I think, a little bit on Saturday. Jermaine Kusnard, you know, I talked about my greatest takeaway, you know, him being such a big piece for Gamecocks basketball and what they're trying to do and, you know, making a run to the tournament, et cetera. My question is this, does Kusnard continue to return to form tonight? Again, over the weekend, had nine points in Nashville. And I think you kind of start to see him, you know, he's getting over the injury. And you got to really applaud, by the way, Jermaine Kusnard and the toughness and the grittiness in which he's playing with, you know, fighting through. Is he actually 100%? I highly doubt it. Can Jermaine Kusnar continue, though, to get closer and closer and closer to 100% and be the best version of himself? Because, again, guys, like I've said over and over, if you have the best version of Jermaine Kusnard and you're not having to put it all on Jacoby Wright, a true freshman, you're going to get the best version of this basketball team. You know what I mean? Like, you know, with, with Kus, I don't know if they're good enough to make a run to the NCAA tournament. Without him, though, I can guarantee you, I think that is unrealistic. So again, Jermaine Kusnard, does he continue to come to form? I'm really expecting, I don't know about tonight or Saturday, but at some point, I think we're going to see sort of that vintage Jermaine Kusnard game where he goes off for 20 or 25 points and really leads the Gamecocks attack. So is tonight the night that we see the best version of Jermaine Kusnard return or at least see him get closer to that form we're so accustomed to? To see. And guys, another big storyline in this one, speaking of Kusnard, speaking of shooters, because shooters shoot, we saw James Reese in the last game. And we've seen a bunch of shooters step up for South Carolina on a game-by-game basis, whether it is Kus, whether it's Keyshawn Bryant, whether it's our guy Stevie, whether it's James Reese, whether it's Devin Carter, which shooter steps up for South Carolina in this game? Because again, you know, you could say, that is the great thing about this team is they're not really relying on just one sole guy. It's a different dude every single night, I feel like, that is going off for you and providing that spark. But you've got to have that guy provide the spark. So, again, you got to find that early, get your shooters going, which shooter in this game is going to lead the scoring attack. Because, again, I do think points are going to be valuable. I'm expecting a little bit of a lower scoring game, or at least I think the Gamecocks want this to be a low scoring game. So which shooter for South Carolina is going to step up in this one? Another big storyline, guys. You know, we talk all the time, the diaper dandies in college basketball. There's a ton of young talent in this game to watch for. I mean, you look at Tennessee, they're led by a freshman and Kennedy Chandler leading their team in points per game. You look at South Carolina players like Devin Carter, Jacoby Wright, if you will. Tons of young talent, guys. Really just take it in, watch. It's going to be an absolute blast at Thomas Bowling Arena. Again, I'm very excited to see all the diaper dandies on the floor 
tonight. And then, guys, the final storyline for me, and I would say, in my opinion, the biggest, right? Because the Gamecocks are entering their third conference game. And I know Tennessee's ranked 22nd in the country. They're on their home floor. They're going to be favored. But tonight provides you a major opportunity to make a statement and prove to the SEC that, hey, we're for real, we're here to compete and sort of make your mark early in this SEC season in regards to setting the tone for, you know, hopefully a run at postseason play come March Madness. But the question is this, who is this Gamecocks team really? And I asked that question going into the Auburn game, coming out of non-conference play. And you look at who South Carolina's played to this point in the SEC. They've played an Auburn team that is now ranked in the top five. And they've played a Vanderbilt team that is outside the top 25. And, and what is Vandy really? Who knows? I think this Tennessee game is going to provide a great measuring stick for Frank Martin's team. And you talk about SEC hierarchy and where everybody sits. You know, you were picked to finish 10th in the conference. Tennessee, of course, a top 25 team picked to finish much higher than 10th, if you will, and certainly picked to finish ahead of you I'm just curious to see where South Carolina stacks up because I know fans are sort of on pins and needles right now. And as I talked yesterday, there's a lot of fans just sort of waiting to hit the panic button and pull the trigger and we're done with Frank Martin, whatever. We all understand what needs to happen the rest of the way out. But I think we're going to learn a lot about this basketball team tonight, especially over the next two games when you look at Tennessee, who's 22nd in the country, and Florida, who traditionally is very good but is unranked, and you get them at home on Saturday. This serves, in my opinion, as such a great measuring stick game for Frank Martin's squad. You know, again, I, I hate to repeat myself, but who is this team really? Just how good is this team? Just how good is this team? Right? Again, you lose to Auburn by double digits. You beat Vanderbilt on the road, granted, by two points. Are you good enough to go on the road and earn a big-time victory over a quality Tennessee volunteer squad? So, again, I look at this game, guys, as a measuring stick type of game. Just how good is South Carolina or just how far do they have to go in Frank Martin's 10th Season. All right, guys, let's look at the Tennessee players to watch for, which volunteers may shine tonight. And you got to start again, like I said, guys, their leading scorer, who's a true freshman, a diaper dandy if I've ever seen one, guard Kennedy Chandler, 13.8 points per game and three rebounds per game. Does a fantastic job for them at the point. Guard Santiago Vescovi. And, guys, this is one that I feel like I heard this dude's name. I feel like I've heard his name a thousand times over the last couple of years when South Carolina has played them. Vescovi, I feel like, has killed the Gamecocks. 13.6 points per game and 4.7 rebounds per game in this season. But Vescovi, definitely a guy South Carolina has got to limit. And finally, guys, I'm going to completely butcher his name, but Ford Olivier Nakumhau. If you think I'm crazy, look at his last name. I don't know how in the world you say that. But either way, Olivier in a big man down low, six foot eight, averaging 9.5 points per game and 6.1 rebounds per game. So certainly somebody that South Carolina is going to have to account for down low. And again, guys, Tennessee is not short on talent. That's for sure. There's a reason they're in the top 25. There's a reason they were picked so highly in the preseason in the SEC. This is a team that Rick Barnes has done a fantastic job and certainly a team that has their sights set on March Madness play as well. Guys, talking keys to the game, what must South Carolina do to come away with a big 
road victory and make it back-to-back road victories in conference play. Again, I talked about, guys, the importance of the play down low, and we saw that against Vanderbilt, just how good the Gamecocks were in the paint when the three ball wasn't working. And I talked about over the weekend that I thought that was a much better matchup. You know, Auburn was just bullying you down low and you couldn't get anything going. And I know I've said it before that South kind of sort of goes as Jermaine Kusnard goes. I'm starting to change up my tune a little bit because I'll tell you what, the guy that has sneaky impressed me the most on this Gamecocks basketball team is Wilden Zavek. Wilden Zavek, I feel like every time he plays well, we win, right? He's been incredible at the free throw line. He's been a presence down low. My first key to the game is this, win with Levesque. Get Wilden's Levesque going. Again, is he the most important player on the floor? Is he the flashiest player? I don't know about that, but I'll tell you this. Every time he's doing well, I feel like good things are happening for South Carolina. So again, win with Levesque. Push the ball down low, get him going, let him, you know, establish his presence. You do that, I think it'll make it much easier. You loosen that Tennessee defense up a bit. You start getting the three ball going. All of a sudden, you're having a fantastic offensive night. Guys, my second key to the game, and you saw the Gamecocks struggle in this area against Auburn. And anytime you're trying to pull an upset, you've got to take care of of the basketball. Limit the turnovers. You cannot give away possessions. You cannot give free possessions to Tennessee. You'll have absolutely no chance. Again, especially on the road, it's even more emphasis when you're on the road in conference play. Limit the turnovers. And guys, my final key to the game, I think if you're going to win this game, again, I talked earlier, Tennessee giving up just 61.7 points per game. If you're going to win this game, I think you got to keep it low scoring. I think you have to keep it low scoring. I think you start getting the high 70s, the 80s, if you will. I just don't know that South Carolina has the firepower to keep up. So, again, guys, my three keys to the game. Win with Levesque, limit the turnovers, and keep it low scoring, which takes me into my prediction. How will the Gamecocks fare tonight in Knoxville, Tennessee, looking for back-to-back road wins in conference play and you know guys again who is this team really just how good is this team you get beat on your home floor by Auburn who's a fantastic basketball team by double digits you go on the road and beat I would say Vandy's a quality team I don't think they're great but I do think that was a quality win for sure but now you take on Tennessee ranked 22nd in the country quality in their own right. I think a pretty solid team. I don't know if they're quite the level of Auburn, but certainly a solid team. And Tennessee needs this one damn near as bad as you do. I mean, one and two in conference play. Uh, You know, I I think it would be an absolute terrible blow to their season to lose a South Carolina and fall to one and three. Meanwhile, you're trying to get above 500 in SEC play. And like I said, guys, who needs it more I think Tennessee at home, they can't afford to fall to one and three. I think the Gamecocks will play a very spirited game, but unfortunately the turnovers, we've seen that linger with this team. We've seen that follow this team. We even saw it in the win Saturday at Vanderbilt. You know, you were really fortunate to win that basketball game. Let's call it what it is. You were really fortunate. Just how good is South Carolina? Just how far away are they? I like this team a lot. I really do, guys. I think it's going to be a very, very back-and-forth type of year, though. The fight to stay above or get to 500, that's really going to be the storyline for Gamecocks basketball, just 
fighting, scratching, and clawing to be at 500 or better. Unfortunately, I think you fall below 500 in this game. I just don't think that you've got the firepower to keep up with Tennessee. And I just cannot see Tennessee on their home floor, sitting at one and two in SEC play, needing to get back to 500. I, I just do not see South kind of taking down the volunteers. I think they need this one just as bad, if not more than you do. So for that reason, I've got Tennessee getting the W. Give me volunteers 76, Gamecocks 66. Again, guys, I just don't think South kind of has got the firepower quite yet. But hey, you never know. If you get hot, and like I said, if you can limit the turnovers, get your shooters going, if you can make the three ball, I think that could be a difference maker for you. But I just think on Tennessee's home floor, the volunteers will be desperate. They'll play that way. Rick Barnes, a fantastic coach, will have them ready to go. So again, guys, I've got the volunteers. Lock me in. I've got UT getting the victory. Final score, volunteers 76, South Carolina 66 for the Gamecocks to drop to one and two in SEC play with a huge game upcoming this weekend against Florida on your home floor. So again, guys, that tip off tonight, 630 on the SEC network. We'll have full coverage of that one, of course, on social media. Really looking forward to that game in Knoxville tonight. Guys, before we get out of here, we got to talk, of course, Shane Beamer just continuing to do work on the recruiting trail as the Gamecocks pick up yet another commitment, by the way. Shane Beamer, while we were on the Daily Crow, by the way, tweeting out another welcome home, the third in three days. Meanwhile, of course, we talked Terrell Dawkins yesterday, the defensive lineman, or the buck, if you will, from NC State. We found out who the second welcome home was, or the first welcome home tweet, or whatever, dude. What does it matter? Whatever. One of the three welcome homes, we now know two of the three that Shane Beamer has tweeted about and released to this point. Safety Devonnie Reed from Central Michigan arrives to South Carolina after four seasons at CMU, 287 tackles, seven and a half tackles for loss, one sack, and three interceptions in his four seasons. There, guys, I think it's no secret why this guy was brought in. You lose Jalen Foster. You need a quality defensive back to fill that role. And while you do have some very talented young players incoming, again, as Shane Beamer has shown, He's going to hit the portal and add quality. So why not? Six foot, 195 out of Detroit, Michigan. Again, I think he'll have one year to play. Uh, may have two, actually. Might have two. Let's see. He's played. No. So, I mean, he played 18, 19, 20, and 21. So it sounds like he'll have one year to play. So either way, I think this is a very simple pickup. I think it's a great pickup, by the way. But I think it makes sense in the sense that you lose Jalen Foster. Who's going to fill that role? Uh, you got a lot of talented young defensive backs coming in, but why ask a true freshman to fill the role when you can go out there and get a guy who is a proven player? So again, I think a very good pick of Navani Reed. This is also the guy that we heard about since Saturday. It was rumored it was going to be this kid. Um, so again, a fantastic player for sure. But uh, yeah, uh, Shane Beamer just continues to do work, man. Again, I, I think he will fit in nicely. I think you will see him take over that safety spot that Jalen Foster manned so well. And when you compare the two players, I mean, it, it is, you know, all due respect to Jalen, is there that big of a drop off from Jalen Foster to Devonnie Reed, especially again, when you look at the numbers, you look at his film, fantastic player that flies all over the field. I think a fantastic addition for the Gamecocks and for Clayton White's defense and that secondary specifically as well, now again, who is the final welcome home? That is the question, guys. I'll be honest. We don't know. Um, I think it's going to be an offensive player. I'm not 110% sure, so I'm not going to sit here and try to speculate. 
Um, we've been having these conversations, the Big Cock Club Discord, if you will. I've heard a couple different things. Heard it could be a couple different players, but uh, nothing concrete yet. So again, guys, as we already know, there's no such thing as a dull moment with Gamecocks head coach Shane Beamer. This dude keeps you on your toes. He keeps you going. He keeps you rocking. He keeps you rolling, man. You love to see it. So again, Shane Beamer, hard at work. The devil works harder. Shane Beamer in the transfer portal works even harder than he does. So, hey, great day to have a day. Great time to be a Gamecock. Absolutely incredible stuff. And again, Devonnie Reed, I think a fantastic addition. I think he's going to play a lot of quality snaps for you in this upcoming 2022 season at a position of need, by the way. Because again, there's a reason you're bringing in six defensive backs. So you're bringing this kid, I think, absolutely a positive. Should be a day one contributor for you guys that's going to do it all for me appreciate you all tuning in like guys like i said at the beginning of the show we have got some huge interviews upcoming that you do not want to miss so again be sure to sign up for the big cock club today patreon.com slash big cock club or go to the link in bio on any of our social media channels click that link and then click the big cock club link to join today but again folks hey that's going to do it all for me appreciate you all tuning in have a great rest of your tuesday and i'll leave you with this go cox beat Tennessee, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.